is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. James 2, 1-13 My brothers and sisters, believers in our Lord Jesus Christ must not show favouritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom promised to those who love him? But you have dishonoured the poor. Is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in scripture, love your neighbour as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favouritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not murder. If you do not murder, if you do not commit adultery, but you do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What a fantastic scripture. Thank you, Eva. That was wonderful. I don't know about you, but I am loving this summer of sport that we have lined up. The Euros, Wimbledon, the Olympics. Often, the umpire or the referee has to make a judgment call on something that wasn't clear from their original point of view or from the sidelines. So they review it. And as the commentators discuss the slow motion replay from all different angles or the validity of VAR, they can't always decide which way the decision should go either. But the game and the competition has to go on and everyone depends on the referee's best judgment to make the final call. You know, we make judgments all the time. We make judgments based on the best information we can gather or from past experiences. Sometimes these choices are good ones and sometimes we make poor choices. Either way, it's a judgment call. There's a difference between judging and being judgmental. Judgment holds our decisions accountable to a standard and for us as Christians, that standard is Jesus and his teachings. But when we're judgmental, we start comparing people and very often to ourselves. When we get judgmental, we might compare ourselves to someone else and decide we are better than them. We don't necessarily put it like that though. Instead, we might focus on what's wrong with that person, how they look, their wealth, the mistakes that they've made. It's really easy 
to look down on someone who doesn't meet our standard and favour those who do. Sometimes our judgmentalism tells us that other people are better than we are. We might see them as more successful, more intelligent, more beautiful, more lovable than we are. When we think we're better or superior to someone or not as good, inferior, that affects how we treat and respond to people, leading us to show favoritism and that can lead to sin. If we go back to our scripture, at the start, James begins with a simple but powerful point to the early church. Having faith in Jesus and showing favoritism are not compatible. Here, James gives us a challenge, but also he encourages us to show our faith by the way that we treat people with fairness. It seems as though the early church had as much trouble as we can now when it comes to showing favor to the rich and judging those we consider inferior unfavorably. Oh, I think, oh, I think somebody's at the door for church. Right, I'm just gonna go and let them in one second. Oh, hi, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, you won't believe who it is. Hello. Um, hi, um, it's so nice to meet you. Hello. Wow, you look so smart. It's such a privilege to have you at church. Thank you so much. <gasps> You're so welcome here, isn't he? Everybody's so welcome today. I've just arrived back from my uh, around the world tour. Oh my goodness. And here I am. You can welcome me now. Oh, um, we're very, very privileged to have you. I love your suit, by the way. Thank you, custom Italian made. Um, this is how you're supposed to dress for church, and, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you are so welcome and we have got the best seats possible okay. for you at church this morning. Um, we're so. just going to walk to them. Mm -hmm. um, if the Pharisees were here now, they yes. would call these the chief seats. Well, that's what I deserve. Okay, we're going to give you the chief seats. But just to point out, as I take you towards the chief seats, yes. the offering plate is on the right hand side. Okay. Just to point you there. So, mm. so if you'd like to uh, go ahead. I will go. There you go. Oh, I'm all flustered now because I'm sorry, everybody, I'm back now. I just had to take a very important guest to his seats, the chief seats. Right, where was I? Right, I was talking about James. Yeah, he says we shouldn't make any distinctions because showing favoritism to one person or another divides the community and it damages our witness to the world. Throughout scripture, we find over and over that God honors the poor and oppressed, not the oppressors. Oh, the doorbell again. Maybe we're going to have another distinguished guest. One second, I'll be back. Oh, hi. Um, yeah. Hello. Come in. Hello. Um, um, thank you so much for having to, me. Oh, good, oh. To, good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. Um, Thank you Welcome. so much. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, how did you um, get here today? I didn't have um, enough uh, bus money, so I had to okay. walk quite a long way to get here. Um, but thank right. you so much for, for having me and welcoming me today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, oh, sorry. Um, I was just, we've got a really important oh, person wow. at church okay. today. Yeah. I was just finding him on Instagram. Oh, He's right. got like 15,000 likers. Okay. Fans. So, um, yeah, sorry. I, what were you saying? Um, oh, it doesn't matter. Um, oh, no, thank you. You are welcome at church today. Thank we've you got some so much. seats, um, like towards the back of church. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, near Crash. Okay. It can be a bit noisy. I'm sorry that's about okay. that. That's okay. No, thank um, you. So, if you'd like to sort of. Sure. I'll go and find, find my own seat. That's okay. That'd be all right. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Right. So, not quite as important that person, or was he? So, that is the scenario that James uses in verses two to four. Do you think I treated those two people fairly? What was I basing my judgment on of them? If you think I was fair, send a heart emoji now on Zoom. If you think not, thumbs down or even an angry face. I don't mind. It was just for fun. In verses 5 to 13, James explains why favoritism is foolish. Firstly, God chose the poor to be rich in faith. Jesus is available and for all people, regardless of race, background, culture, age, wealth, their status, their physical appearance, their clothes, their ethnicity, their relationship status, what job they have. Luke 6 verse 20 says, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Favoritism isn't okay because it contradicts God's own attitude and his nature. God has called all to Christ. Every person has the opportunity of the good news. Secondly, favoritism goes against God's law. In verse eight of our scripture, James reminds us of the royal law when Jesus is asked in Matthew 22, which the greatest commandment in the law is, he responds, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. That is the greatest commandment. And the second is love your neighbor as yourself. God created the law as a reflection of his own character. And it was central to Jesus' teaching. It's about loving others, not having favourites, or rather, all favoured. We need to favour each and every person that we meet and who comes to church and recognise them as a person God loves deeply and became flesh to die for. The same covenant of love that God shows his children, he asks us to show to one another. When I put my faith in Jesus, he showed me grace and mercy. He forgave me. He treated me the same as all who find salvation in him. We need to show and extend that same mercy to all people without discrimination, prejudice or favoritism. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And we want this godly truth and nature to be reflected in our own lives. Jesus, the Lord of glory, he came to meet us where we are. 
Though he was rich, he became poor. Though he was divine, he took nature upon himself. Though he was sinless, he took sin on his shoulders. Though he was holy, he took upon himself our curse. He brought to our blinded minds the light of gospel of the glory of Jesus Christ. There's no greater reason to forget about worldly standards for judgment, prejudice and favoritism than that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us all. I'll just close with a short prayer that Billy Graham um, writes in one of his devotionals. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, fill me with that supernatural love of Jesus that enables me to reach out to the myriads of people who, in and of myself, would be impossible to love. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.